Hey, what is up, guys? Today's episode is brought to you by the incredible sponsors of the program, ChemicalFreeBody.com. If health and wellness is a priority for you, then check out the incredible products over at ChemicalFreeBody. Plant-based nutritional supplements from Super Greens, my favorite, with all the vitamins, minerals, and nutrients, and micronutrients in just one single scoop. Toss it in your glass of water, your shake, your smoothie, however you want to do it. They also have other incredible products, gut detoxers, anti-inflammatories, immune boosters, and so much more. ChemicalFreeBody.com and check out that promo code, it's me, all one word, it's me for discounts at your checkout. And look, we have so many different insurance policies in our life. And if the last couple years has taught you anything, it taught me that storable food needs to be on that list. Prepare with itsme.com, the incredible products over at My Patriot Supply. They have four-week supply of food, three-month supply, all products with up to a 25-year shelf life. Have the peace of mind, ladies and gentlemen, of having storable food and have that supply on deck. It's better to have it and not need it than to need it and not have it. And uh, if you have, you know, shaving needs like nice chrome domes like me, SkullShaver.com is a whole new concept in face and head shaving. The products offered over there include men's head shavers, face shavers, hair clippers, and trimmers. And ladies, we haven't forgot about you with the butterfly kiss. And we also have a large selection of accessories to make your life that much more simple. All of the shavers come with uh, removable, washable blades made of premium Japanese stainless steel to ensure flawless results. It just makes it so much easier. You can get your shaving done anytime, anywhere, in or out of the shower. It gets no better. Skullshaver.com, front slash discount, front slash it's me. All of the links to these incredible products will be in the description of this episode. So without further delay, ladies and gentlemen, enjoy the show. Everything, everything. Everything gonna be all right this morning. Speak of the devil, boy, not only is this episode brought to you by Chemical Free Body, we now have the pleasure, the honor to speak to the El Jefe over there at Chemical Free Body. And he is also the host of a podcast, Changing People's Lives, the Health Hero Show. He is Tim James. What's up, brother? Hey, man. I'm um, just hanging out, working on my, you know, doing my habits, my spiritual practice. I just, uh, just you caught me off guard. I was thinking about something else, and I was like, "Oh, what am I doing today?" Well, <laughs> just you know, being me, trying to be a healthier version of myself every day, physically, emotionally, and spiritually, and then um, you know, and share that with other people so they can follow along if they want. Well, and that's always cool, man. I mean, it was always a, it was a blessing to have met you. I mean, you really you're you're a health alchemist, if you will, man, because you know you're transforming human beings' lives. I mean, from I remember when I first met you, you talked about your friend, you know, surviving cancer and just, I mean, and you're obviously a health coach and you literally are transforming people's lives. And not a lot of people can say that, man. And it's something that, you know, a lot of, I think, starts with a lot of choices, like you said, our habits, especially as it relates to our health. So again, it's, man, it's always great to talk to you, catch up with you and just kind of see what you've been up to, man. I know your show's growing. And like before we hit record here, you just mentioned that you are actually moving. You're up in the upper northwest right now. What's the plan, my friend? Well, uh, I'm going to be moving back home to my hometown in eastern Oregon. Uh, my mom and dad have a farm. And, you know, years ago, my dad, long time, decades ago, he said, you know, we were having a conversation. He's like, I'm never going to go into one of those nursing homes. I'm going to die right here on the farm, period. You know, and it's just kind of old school redneck way of looking at things and why wouldn't you want to do that who 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 would want to go into a freaking nursing home like nobody really wants to go into one of those no, places right? no you don't and i mean i worked in one when i was in 
summertime job. I went, well, yeah, it was a summertime job, and I was a waiter. And on the weekends, I worked at Fairlawn's Good Samaritan Retirement Home. And I remember in there, like, I was a secretary. It was paying like eight bucks an hour. So I was like, wow, that's a lot of cash. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> that was big bucks back then. We go into Sizzla. Because I think minimum wage was like five or six bucks or something yeah. at the time. I don't know. It wasn't that much. So I was all excited. And this guy, Gunther, kind of ran the place. He was a cool dude. He was always in the back. And these old folks they have bands on their arms. And what would happen is that, and if they got close to the door from the inside, then the band would send a signal to the door and it would lock the door. Then they try to push on the door and get out so they couldn't get out. And then they walk away from the door and the door opens back up. So that way people could come and go as they wanted as long as one of the residents wasn't too close to the door. So what would happen, it was really sad, man. I worked there all summer. Very few people came in to see their relatives. Mm. It was rare what people would come see. Oh, a son would drop by, a daughter, you know, a granddaughter, whatever. Very few families would show up. I don't know if that was an isolated incident, but just not no. I've I've kind of always heard that, man. That's and unfortunately, it's a common theme. Like you said, most older folks don't want to be put into one of those things for a myriad of reasons. But oftentimes, when it does happen, it's it's almost like not literally, but they're almost like they're put out of, put out to you know just out to pasture just because family members just they just ghost them out of sight, out of mind. And it's unfortunate, but I think it's more more common than I think people realize. Yeah. Well, and. Like other indigenous cultures and stuff like that, and you know, even in third world countries, a lot of times the families are the family units are very cohesive. They stick together, and elders are revered and respected. Um, they're there. They tell stories. They educate. They're good for the kids. You know, the families all take care of each other, and we get away from that. And a lot of it's the degradation of our our s social, our moral fabric, but also our physical health. Because what has happened is, is these older folks. They've had just more time to bioaccumulate all these toxins on a cellular level. Mm. They've had more time to, you know, be lacking nutrition. So there's a breakdown cellularly um, from not having the building components from from Mother Earth, and and then then on top of it, there's this you know different stresses besides the work and life stress. There's you know EMFs and Wi-Fi stress and you know just another type of pollution basically. EMF so e EMF. ELF, yeah. extreme low frequency, or what's EMF? Yeah, EMFs and ELFs, basically any type of a rogue frequency. So ELFs are what's like going through your um, your electrical walls. Right. And you plug in a blender, and ELFs, or electric low frequencies, are actually coming through um, uh, that cord, and you're actually getting, um, you're getting zapped a little bit. So your TV... <laughs> Your, I mean, pretty much everything has ELFs. Nobody's talking about it. Yeah, it's interesting. So EMFs are electric and magnetic fields. Mm. Right? So they're, they're, there's different frequencies, like you know, two G, three G, four G, five G. In fact, five G yeah. is actually just right below the frequency of military grade weaponry. So let that sink in for a moment, right? So anyway, we have all this stuff going on, and carpets in the house. Carpets are off-gassing formaldehyde. There's genetically modified foods that have disrupted the internal um, metabolism of the plant, so the plant's no longer producing glutathione, and the plant starts producing formaldehyde. So when you're eating genetically modified foods and you're breathing carpet air in your home, you're kind of slowly embalming yourself, and we're seeing how, like wow. a lot of these um, 
it's kind of crazy, man. But like a lot of the morticians will tell you that some of the older folks, there's, they're kind of already embalmed when they get there, right? So they, they don't really have to. Well, in between, you know, they're not just eating Twinkies or whatever, but there's so many preservatives in our food. But something I found so, <clears throat> excuse me, very fascinating in some of our first conversations. And this is almost why, you know, cleansing and a lot of these different health choices are so important. We are born toxic. Talk to us a little bit about the amount of toxins, hundreds, if you will, about the toxins in our umbilical cord when we're born. Well, uh, you know, about nine years ago or so, I typed in these three little words, which I would implore everybody to do after you listen to the show, which is umbilical cord <clears throat> chemical. It's like. I looked it up, man, and I'm like freaked out. I was like, because what they did was these researchers and scientists and doctors, they took the blood from the umbilical cord of young mothers and babies, supposedly the healthiest of all of us. They looked at it. They looked for 400 toxic chemicals, and they found 71% or 250 of what they're looking for. So that's about, and then, so it was like 250. So 180 of those 250 cause cancer in humans. 212 cause developmental and brain disorders. I mean, it's in freaking kids, the babies. It's in the fetus. It's in the young mother. And that's when I sat back and I was like, holy crap, we're all polluted. Like all of us. And the older we are, the more time we've had to bioaccumulate these toxins from the air we breathe. We take 20,000 breaths a day from the water we drink, um, from the food we eat, the cosmetics, the shampoos, the toothpaste. The air fresheners, Jeez. the paint off-gassing in the house, the formaldehydes, the jet fuel, the automobile exhaust, the rubber compounds coming off of tires, on and on and on and on. You can't see it, Jeffrey, and that's the problem. Yeah, out of sight, out of mind. These things are so microscopic, it's like, oh, it's like, oh, it doesn't exist. It does. Well, since our environment is so chucked full of it, you know, there's no... There's no escaping being exposed to it. And again, ladies and gentlemen, this is why I think it's so important. I've been trying to do every every three to four months. This is basic. The term cleanse is different for everybody. But I try to just shut it down. A lot of water, a lot of your products. I mean, it just, you know, fresh greens, fresh whole fruits and vegetables just to flush the body. Because, again, there's no God. I mean, just hearing what you said, the list of shit coming from your your carpet, we're, we're inundated with it. And we don't even know it, cause like you said, because it's out of sight, out of mind. I mean, they're even, they're even spraying your television sets with fire retardants that are toxic. Spraying they, our why, television sets. Yeah, when you buy a new TV, it's it's been sprayed down with uh, uh, fire retardant. Wow. And I can only imagine as it heats up, as it's being used, it releases some of that. Oh, it's, you're, you're touching it, it gets on. It's just it's just everywhere. So the bottom line is is we're all freaking polluted, all right? That's <laughs> what it is. I don't care where you're at. It's it's some level you're getting it, and you can't. Oh, I live up in the Colorado Rocky Mountains. Nope, you're not going to get away from it there either. There's a thing called wind, and there's air, and and wow. you know the rain. Like 74 percent or 76 percent of rain now has is there's so much glyphosate, which is the main ingredient in Roundup, which is an herbicide. Mm -hmm. Um, that I mean, think about it. In rainwater, it's like 76 percent. That's a hormone disruptor. It's an herbicide. Plastics. Microplastics are pervasive and all water, so much so that the fish are turning into hermaphrodites, little small little fish. They're making the frogs gay, like Alex Jones said. The, the yeah, that's true. It's true. The, uh, amphibians and, and, and the fish and the tributaries and the rivers and lakes and streams are, are basically developing both male and female organs. And if you look around humans, lots of guys are getting man boobs. 
right? Gynoclomastia. Um, I think remember they Seinfeld? It. They make fun of it. Like, uh, yeah. what's Kramer and yeah. George's dad were going to sell the bro or the, no, it's the man's ear. Yeah. No, it's the bro. <laughs> right? Yeah. And they're making fun of it, but they're like, no, this, he's got breasts. Yeah. And that's, these are, these are all, you know, hormonal deals. Well, so, how much, I'm sorry, go ahead. Well, here's just, I want to put this in perspective. When we're talking about these umbilical cord studies, these where they found these 400 chemicals was in the blood serum your muscle tissue and your fat tissue has 500 to a thousand times the concentrations of what they're finding in the blood of these toxic chemicals they bioaccumulate right in your fat and your muscle tissue and your brain is fat those glial cells are mostly fat so this shit's getting in our brain, it's getting in our fat cells, and fat around our organs, a cellular level, our muscles, mm. it's everywhere, right? So, so how do you, I mean, as especially as a coach, man, and even just personally, I mean, everything you just listed makes it seem, it could easily be like, well, why the fuck would I bother? Like, if I'm being inundated to this, this, to this level, and this gets so you into- you can stop feeling like shit, and you can, yeah. you know, you can start growing, and you can tap into your spiritual practice for the first time ever- or, you know, um, that might not ring true for you. I don't care about that stuff. But there's other people that the spiritual practice is the most important part of their life. It'll help you increase that frequency and that connection with your higher mind. God, he, she, at the vortex, whatever you want to call it. Um, you know, and people are like, oh, I'm going to die anyway. I'm just going to eat this and eat that. Okay, well, if that's you, then go ahead. Just, yeah. you know, you might as well just shut, the, shut it off right now and not listen to the rest of it. But I, I just grew up as a working class person on a farm. I knew nothing about health at all i thought i did i went along with all of society's conventional stuff eat the protein for the muscles drink and our body only has made about three percent protein um then you look at like um you know um the whey protein powders um what else was i doing the milk for strong bones mm. and then then you come to find out it does the exact opposite it actually is very acidic it leaches calcium out of your bones and weaken your bones and that's why the you know the um uh, countries with the highest amount of dairy consumption, United States, Canada, Ireland, these places, they have the highest incidence of osteoporosis, osteopenia. Interesting. And it should be the exact opposite. Well, and I signed on from milk when I heard about mastitis with cow's udders and you're literally drinking pus, pus basically. It's really gross. Yeah, because a cow is supposed to last like 20-some years, but you know, when you're in a business and you can just keep that cow artificially impregnated 24-7, it only lasts about four or five years because you're doing something artificial. And then the the udder and stuff, the nipples get infected because it's not a natural thing to keep mm. pumping milk out 24-7. And then they have a baby. Then they rip the baby away from the mama. Then they go sell it to as veal you know, to these places. And the cows are screaming and yelling as the babies are being taken off. And this just happens over and over and over again. And as you and, mentioned before, the stress, the, the whatever the word is, the, not the endorphins, but like the opposite. Stress like, hormone, yeah. The stress hormone, that goes into the meat, goes into the milk. Yep. It goes, yeah, totally. And, the, and you're eating that veal, too. So these animals are under a, a tremendous amount of duress uh, before they're killed. And um, all those endorphins and stuff are coursing through their, their brain. Their, and, then, and then whatever they've eaten in their lifetime, too, yes. whatever they've bioaccumulated. That 500 to 1,000 times more in the blood serum stuff in those animals, you're consuming all of that, too, when you take a bite of them. It's, like, concentrated. Well, going back so to the some... whole point is, is Jeffrey, is, like, but people have to understand, it's, like, awareness is step one. Yes. Okay, yes. that's step one. And a lot. And once you have awareness, now you can make a choice. Well, am I going to keep doing what I'm doing? 
Or, okay, this is kind of resonating with me. I, I didn't know I had all this crap in my body. What can I do to get it out? And then what can I do to stop putting it in? Well, to stop putting it in is really easy. Instead of buying toothpaste, it says harmful if swallowed. Please contact poison, <laughs> poison control. Yeah. Maybe you should just buy a toothpaste that's that's good, you know. And you have to be careful because when it goes onto store shelves, and they start getting traction, they start growing because people want healthy, good products. They will get bought out by a big corporation, and then they will. Well, and that's what I noticed will, with they my will bastardize the ingredients, and yes. you will get a shitty product. And what we're what we're experiencing right now is what's called centralization. Major corporations just keep buying up the little guys, and sometimes they'll continue on with their product, or they'll just get rid of them and fill the shelf space up with something else. They got to control that shelf space. Well, and I think uh, I think it was Colg. I, I used to use Tom's all the time, fluoride-free Tom's toothpaste, which I believe got bought by uh, Colgate. But no, you're so right, man. They've they've so politicized, you know, the, the term organic. I mean, even the, however many years ago, you could still have X amount of stuff in an organic product and it'd still be considered organic. But now, you know, these politicians are starting to are trying to widen that gap of the shit they can put in there and still call it organic. So, again, if the best you can is hopefully, you know, raise your own food, raise your own, you know, fruits and vegetables. But something you mentioned a minute ago, I mean, the, the mental side of this, and I know you've read the book and I know you know who Dr. Bruce Lipton is, the biology belief. It's not necessarily our environment, but it's also our perception of our environment. So, you know, if you're going to just hear things that Tim's saying and it's like, you know, all these different poisons just wave the white flag, I guess, like you said, that's your choice. But again, it starts with our our mental locking in of our environment and our perception of our, the environment around us. And then, like you said, start making a lot of healthier choices once our mind's right around it. Because if you just like, you know, if you have this determinist, defeatist attitude of like, what the fuck, why, why should I bother? Then, you know, your health will pretty much follow suit with that. Like my man said in a platoon, free your mind and your ass will follow. But again, yeah. I think it starts with the mind, of course. And yeah. your mental mindset. Yeah, and it's... One of the reasons why you might be in a situation where you're like, I don't care mode is just because, you know, you're, you're, it's, it's, it's a lot of stuff. It's a lot of stuff. You know, when I first got into this work, I thought, oh, I'll just show people what to eat and how to detox, and that's it's going to be easy. But what I found out was there's a lot of emotional crap from childhood. Yes, man. There's deaths. There's molestation. Not just childhood, too, but throughout, there could be divorces. Yeah. There's some pretty horrible stuff that can happen. Um, career losses, things that come up and people don't have the skill sets or energy to know how to deal with them. And, uh, so for those people that are like, you know, not wanting to make changes that you, know, they, you they have to make that decision that they, they really want to change. And if they do, we just kind of like baby step them. Cause a lot of times they think the reason why people don't go work out is because in their mind, they would be embarrassed. They don't look the part. Well, the reason you don't look the part is because you don't your lifestyle. That's it. Yeah. Um, or they might think of it like, wow, I'd have to get up early. I'm going to be in the gym for two hours, killing myself, and then the next day I'm going to be sore and I can't move. <laughs> so when you have all these things and your your mind just circle, then you never get started. Where what we teach is like, okay, um, how about you just walk out to the mailbox and back? Tomorrow you're going to walk to the corner and back. Then the next day you're going to walk around the block. And the next day you're going to walk around two blocks and three and four. And maybe a year later you run a 5K. Baby steps, like you said. It, I mean, but it has to start somewhere. You could use all these the different habit. cliches. You know, the, the, that thousand mile, thousand mile journey begins with that first step. And it, that's yeah, really that's right. what it's about. But and again, it goes back to the mental, you know, when, when the motivation is gone, you got to have the discipline. 
because you right. know you're not so, always going to be motivated to get up at 5 a.m. to or whatever whatever your new routine is. You're not always going to be motivated to do it. Yeah, and some people don't want to get up at 5 a.m. They're just not there yet. And maybe six months or a year or two years now, and then they want to do that. But it's a process to get there. So for <clears> us, what we what I've learned is like meeting people where they're at is of utmost importance because a lot of people are stuck emotionally and physically and spiritually. So the way to get them unstuck is movement and movement mm. through baby steps. So, you know, when people are like, oh, I want, I, I want to change. What, a, what, what workout should I do? What, what should I eat? I'm like, dude, you don't even have, or do that. <laughs> you, you don't even have your foundation in place. So let's work on that. And then we work on just having them drink water, like in purified water. And if you're in city, restructured water, right? So we work on that. We have them start chewing their food until liquefied. Basic fundamentals they're not doing. We have them drink, uh, avoid liquids with meals, and we have them uh, uh, do some breath work before they eat. Those are our core four secrets. We have people do those things. Um, and just by the way, just to just to save time, I usually go through and explain all those, but um, people can go to our website now, and if they're hunt, hunt around on the website, a little pop-up says, hey, you want a free gift? That's the core four secrets manual, so you can get the, the breakdown of all those four core secrets that are foundational to health um, and we also put some recipes in there and stuff and I have a really good um, gastrointestinal healing recipe in there for this um, special drink that's in there so I de definitely take advantage of that and get that it was something you mentioned I've always found very interesting the no drinking during meals because I think most people eat their meal and they pound whatever a soda water beer whatever it is I was that's always been quintessential to my meals is after I'm done like washing it down with something if I mean yeah. like you said you, you break it down more thoroughly if you don't mind just why is that why no drinking during meals well because you know if, if you did your if you did a good job on chewing your food well and the reason why we chew our food is because we load our food with enzymes in our mouth there's yes. enzymes called amylase and lipase these are going to break down our starches and fast so actually most of digestion starts in the mouth. Yeah. All the food gets preloaded with these enzymes, goes in the stomach, and then in the stomach, those enzymes continue the process of breaking down the food. That's how it works. So if you drink liquids with your meals, you're diluting those digestive enzymes, and you're going from digestion and assimilation back to fermentation and gut rot. So body's got two options. You're either going to digest it, assimilate it, or it's going to ferment it and, put, and rot it and push it out of you. Because that food's got to get out of you. It can't just set in there. It's 98.6, right? It's going to go bad. So it goes in and goes out. That's it. And that's what's supposed to happen. So that's why we teach people to do that, We um, to chew their food, and then avoid liquids with meals. So a rule of thumb is stop drinking liquids an hour before you eat. Wait two hours after you're done eating and then drink a lot of liquids again. Just to give you guys a little inside peek. Yeah. The manual. But that's how it works. I've practiced it for a long time. And we already know it works because – I've said this a million times. We ship products worldwide, our detox and nutritional supplements. And a lot of people, um, they start practicing the core four secrets, and they're telling me, we get, dude, I get emails every day. My energy's better. My gas and bloating's better. My mental clarity's better. I'm sleeping better. I have less mental fog. And they haven't even got the product shipped because with the supply chain delays, it could take two weeks to a month to get to, you know, Australia or New Zealand or right. Ireland or something like that. So, we know that they work. Uh, I've been doing them myself for 11 years, sharing them with over 600 people in a one-on-one -on -one setting in my private VIP program. Our coaches share them with their one-on-one -on -one clients, and I share it with the group setting in our group coaching community that I lead every Wednesday. And, and you, so it, yeah. it freaking works, dude. Well, yeah, I'm going to put all the contact information, so if you want some one-on-one -on -one coaching with Tim, I mean, all that information is there. Like you said, he's been doing it for a long time, so it's tried and true.
And it's something in our previous conversation that blew my mind. And I've really come to understand it so much better that the, your gut health, your gut, you know, flora and fauna and the amount of serotonin. Most people think serotonin is produced all in the brain, that mood stabilizing, make feel good chemical. But there's more serotonin produced in the gut. Talk to us a little bit how important. Obviously, you have these product gut, um, gut cleanse and probiotics to, to cleanse the gut, that the importance of your gut health, brother. Well, to me, it's like it's pretty freaking important, right? So, if like if you just look at your skin on the outside, like I can tell like instantly if somebody has good health just by looking at their skin tone, not necessarily the body composition. I mean, that goes along with it because you know in nature you don't see overweight animals; it just doesn't happen. <laughs> right? It's true. They all know what to eat. They all know they they have their movement. They have their patterns. They they know what they need to do, and they just instinctively do it. We're, we, we're the ones that get all confused and, you know, so, um, yeah, gut health is important. I think that the, the gastrointestinal tract and our organ systems are the driving engine to our health. So to me, you know, knowing that the average person's carrying around on average six to 12 pounds of impacted fecal material in the colon, and it's not supposed to be there. Um, we've That's turned our colons into storage crazy. tanks rather than they're, they're waste removal systems. <laughs> Stuff's supposed to just go through. It does its thing and and and, and whoops and it has some chips. It exits the body, right? So, but when you have all that funk and gunk and junk sledged up in your intestinal lining, guess what happens? You create a very low oxygen, high acidic environment, and that becomes a breeding ground for harmful organisms, viruses, bacteria, mold, yeast, fungus. Wow. And mutagens, cancers love it. I mean, they freaking love it. That's why we have so much colon cancer. So. Cleaning it, sweeping it, keeping it all clean, cleaning your organ systems, keeping them clean, cleaning up the blood, the fat, the muscle tissue from all those chemicals we talked about. These are the things we do, and we, we just teach people how to do it. We, we get their water right. We get their air right. You know, my window's cracked right now. I have a badass freaking water air purification system. I have a triple water purification. I mean, my, I, you get your air right and you get your water right. Those are two major inputs. Then the next one is sleep because mm. without sleep, you're dead in about 11 days, same as the water deal. So air, four to seven minutes, you're gone. That's super important. Next is um, <clears throat> drinking water because you're dead with, without that in like 11 days. Sleep, 11 days, you're dead. So those, in my opinion, are the most important. Air, get your water right, get your sleep right, and then food's next because you can live without food for about two months. Um, and then you have food and then sunshine and, you know, spiritual practice there's there's just some basic core things that we have to take care of and what's cool is like once you get your air right you just breathe it you know you <laughs> right. it's passive yeah. it's not like you have to even think it's yeah. just like second like window i mean i have my windows cracked always because these like these um energy efficient homes they call them they're just chemical coffins because they don't breathe and then inside i always tell the story because it's like let's say you have oh we're pregnant. Yay. We're going to, we're having our first baby. Oh, that's exciting. Uh, Oh, went to the ultrasound. We're having a boy. Let's paint. Let's get and the woman's like, let's get the room going. And they paint the room blue. And, you know, three months later, the baby pops out and they put that baby in that room. And that baby for the next four years is going to, well, because it takes four and a half years for paint to cure that, that paint is going to be off gassing these estrogen mimicking chemicals. And that baby's going to breathe it in wow, and pollute dude. itself. That's so crazy. And you are too, and in the rest of your house. It's not just in the baby's room. If there's paint in the house and the paint is not non-toxic, then it's toxic. 
And you and you can't just go, oh, it has no VOCs in it. Um, I had, I, I mean, I have an episode. I'll have to look this up, but um, I have an episode where I interviewed the guy who was the original green building consultant. He still does it. He's got a company called the Green Design Center dot com. Um, Andrew Pace, and um, he was originally on, you know, that uh, lead certified. Um, green movement where they're building these lead certified green buildings downtown and stuff like that where they put trees and stuff on top and though that whole program is not built on human health it's built on sustainability what i mean mm. by that is that they get big credits for taking you know old tires as an example and grinding those things up that are off gassing you know you smell tires you walk yeah. into a tire shop you can smell the tires off gassing right so you're, that's polluting you. Well, they're polluting. using those in like playgrounds now too. Well, what they yeah they do they grind them up and then they'll put them on a floor, uh, put them on the whole floor in a lead certified building downtown where anywhere USA. And then guess what? We've we you know we have people with chemical sensitivities that they'll walk in there and they got to get out of there, start choking. Like it just, they they can't do it. We're all chemical sensitive at some level, just others more than 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 some yes. people. So even though it might not make you choke. You're still breathing that in. It's still attaching to the mucous membrane in the back of your throat, going into your digestive tract, getting into your lungs. And so Andy, is um, he's a cool dude because he actually had to step down and resign from the board of directors on the LEED Certified Green Movement because he said, you're, you know, this, this isn't green at all. You're hurting people. I mean, wow. that's, the, that's, that's what's actually happened. Let me see if I can find what episode that was. It was. Uh, I just got to find him. It's 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 a good listen. Jason Payne. Here it is. No, that was the. Sorry, it wasn't Jason Payne. I was looking for somebody else. We'll find it. Yeah. By the end of this, yeah. Let me know. And we'll, there we'll it is. Episode fifty-seven. Okay. Andrew Pace. Toxic free building materials for home and office. God, and that's that's just, on my show, the Health Hero Show. Just can't so anyway, get away from it. Just to give people it. an idea, it's like, you know. There's a lot of everything's polluted pretty much. So it's a lot to take in in the beginning, but you the awareness is step one. Yeah. And then step two is just start taking action, doing things that are easy. And usually what we do is we just work on those core four secrets and we just get people on our products because taking our products, even if they do the full kit, like that total energy and detox bundle and they take the turmeric or whatever, that takes less than like five minutes a day to do the whole program. Like literally, they don't have to think about it. Just Drink the greens, take yeah. the toxin detox, the gut detox. It's cleaning up the gut, the organs, the blood, the fat, the muscle tissue. They're flooding their body with nutrition, flooding with probiotics, and then they go about their day. You know, take some enzymes and probiotics at lunch, drink the greens again in half half an hour before dinner or so. That's it. And, and it's, it's one of those things it's where it seems like it's more daunting than it is, but we've all heard it. Nothing changes if nothing changes. We, I mean, if 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 they're coming to you with certain issues, and I'm going to ask you here in a second what a lot of those are. I mean, it's, it starts with making just different lifestyle changes because otherwise, you know, the, the whole definition of insanity, doing the same thing, expecting a different result. As a health coach, what do you, and I know you, it's hundreds, you know, if not more, have you noticed a consistent theme? What are people coming to you with as far as Tim, help me with X, Y, Z? What is it? What are you noticing? Well, you it's... know, for, for me, it was like, just because of my buddy's story, my buddy had chronic lymphocytic leukemia. And he healed himself naturally with no chemo, surgery, or radiation um, right in front of my face. It was Charles is the reason why, um, you know, I went just to, for those who haven't heard this before, my 
I didn't know any of this health stuff at all 11 years ago. My buddy got cancer. He asked me to go with him to the Hippocrates Health Institute, which is like a natural detox and nutrition clinic. It's been around like now 66 years, something like that. And um, I said, sure, I'll help you out. Uh, I thought my friend was going to die because everybody in my life that had cancer had died. Um, my grandma, my aunt, um, a good friend of my baseball team at age 40 died of uh, stomach cancer. So um, I thought Charles was toast. And when I went there, I learned all about this detox nutrition stuff. And it was like 40 hours of lectures a week. So it wasn't just like, you know, change your diet type thing. It was like re-education camp on how the human body works, what's yeah. going on in society, marketing, how they're getting into your wallet and selling you a bunch of crap that doesn't do anything. And so I walked out of there and I was just like, wow, that, that really changed my life. So I came home, we started implementing all that stuff. And not only did Charles heal himself, but you know, I'd lost the 42 pounds. I, I got rid of my acid reflux. I didn't have to take Tums and Roids anymore. Um, I was bleeding rectally that stopped, uh, the eczema on my left knee and the, both of my elbows that was cracking and bleeding all the time that stopped. Um, I was pooping blood for two and a half years when I would, um, Go number two, and that's why my you guys can't see me, but my shirt says love when you poop because for me it was a very painful process for a couple years. So I healed myself. Charles healed himself, and from that process and telling his story about half of our clients are cancer patients. That's just the people that have resonated and gravitated towards us because of his story. But other than that, man, most people are coming because it's the basic stuff. They just want more energy. You know, They, they want to get rid of the mental fog. They want to start sleeping better. Probably 60, 70% of the people, at least 60, they're not sleeping well. And if you're not sleeping well, that's a problem. That is a major problem. This is your body. It's like a check body light. Um, if you're not pooping at least once or more, probably twice a day, that's a problem. Okay, that's a freaking problem. Um, so we look at bowel movements. We look at sleep patterns, you know, and we just slowly help people basically – you know, we're all, we're into you being in your own doctor, you into self-healing, because I can't heal anybody. That's impossible. Right. But what I can do is heal myself to the nth degree and try to do everything I can to be healthier. That's what I've been doing for 11 years, man. It's just hacking my health. What else can I do? What else can I do? What you know? How, how, and I just keep finding things. I just keep stumbling across stuff, and then I find these new things. I'm like, whoa! I would, <laughs> how did I not know about this? Like, I'm on the I'm in the field. I'm on the pulse and I've been at 11 years, and I'm just hearing about this. It's because there's so much stuff out there. And a lot of times, some of this stuff is just old stuff. It's stuff that's been used for 10,000 years that always works. When that was going to say, you know, Hippocrates, you know, let food be thy medicine, medicine be thy food. Like, you know, this isn't necessarily a secret. It's just a matter of, like you said, that's cool, though. That, Like you said, after doing it for so long, you're still learning because there's still so much information out there about, yeah. you know, just general health and wellness. And something that I've been hearing a lot about, and I've been doing it inadvertently, not even consciously, because I just don't, I don't gourd myself. I don't eat that much. Talk to me and talk to us, if you will, the, the, the value of intermittent fasting, caloric restriction, if you will, but intermittent fasting, we hear so much about it anymore. Yeah. Well, a lot of people get scared of the word fasting because they think of, yeah. I'm going to be deprived, be hungry, and they're freaking out. They have blood sugar issues. Type 2 diabetics think, oh, you and they shouldn't actually. A type two diabetic shouldn't be doing any, any, any well fasting and like that. But I, I can I'll explain a little further. But um, it's how we're programmed, you know. In nature, uh, you know, a lot of animals don't eat every day. They got to go find their freaking food. 
and you don't always find it. That's how nature works. So, yeah. And if you look at how we were, we were nomadic people. We would walk for two or three days. We wouldn't eat nothing. And then we would find the ancestors of cabbage or spinach in a meadow and we would eat that or we'd have berries or in the fall or whatever. Or maybe we'd dig up some grubs or something. Or if we were lucky, we would caught a fish. But you know, remember, there wasn't any fishing poles. You go out in nature with your bare hands. It's a little bit harder. You know, yeah. animals don't want to be caught. Okay, yeah, there was there was no drive through ten thousand years ago. Yeah, you gotta you gotta hustle. Okay, you gotta hustle to get your food, and so that's why most of what we eat is roots and and berries and leaves and 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 stuff like that. So we have been genetically programmed to not eat a whole lot, right? So when you when you go when you start doing this, what's called intermittent fasting, you're just getting back into the cycle of the rhythm of life of how we've have been doing it, how we're genetically programmed. That's why it mm. works so well. So what happens is, is like when you stop eating, you allow the body to start cleaning itself up. You allow the digestive tract and the cells to rest and they start really cleaning and they start eating up all the dead cells. And this is for those that if you want to have young, beautiful skin, fasting is unbelievable if you want to live a long healthy life fasting if you want to get closer to god what do all religions say you fast and what mm. pray right so fasting is and, and it's not like it's, it's a scary thing because everybody listening is already fasting you fast every day you go to bed at night and all night you're fasting all we're talking about is extending it yeah just extending it so for us usually what we do is we tell people don't eat until after 11 a.m nothing heavy do juices and do get your nu nutrients in that way, and then um, and then have a nice big lunch because your hydrochloric acid content's at its peak at around 1:30 in the afternoon. So somewhere between 11 and 2, that's when you'd want to have your big meal and then have a small meal for dinner. Which is so weird because what what are we taught? Like breakfast is the most important meal of the day, and most people, you know, I hop it up or well, you know, pancakes. We you know, the eggs and bacon and you know, right in the, right in the first thing in the morning because supposedly breakfast is the most important meal of the day, right? Yep. Yeah, and if they want, if people want to get into the science behind all that, they can look up the pleasure trap. Um, just watch that. It's a, a, a educational video called the pleasure trap um, by Lyle something, Doctor Alan Goldhammer um, of the True North Clinic, and Lyle, I can't remember his last name, or some something Lyle. Um, two, totally awesome dude. But um, yeah, man. So uh, now for those type two diabetics, or just diabetics in general, um, or people that are anorexic or bulimic. Okay, we're not going to tell you to not eat, okay, um, because there's a lot of emotional stuff going on there with the, the latter, latter of the two. But the first one's the diabetics. What we teach them to do is um, to eat breakfast monolithically in the beginning. What I mean by that is you just eat one food. Like you'll have a big green leafy salad for breakfast or mm -hmm. you'll have some cooked quinoa or some cooked teff. These are much better high-quality grains and seeds that – you know, instead of oatmeal, which is just basically sugar in the mouth um, or, or cereal and that kind of crap. So those those are, you know, and then after a while, once they've, you know, cleaned up and healed up, then eventually, you know, they won't have their diabetes anymore. And I mean, luckily, since you say that, this brings to, to brings to mind my father, who's 78. And we got high blood pressure, diabetes, heart disease in our family. And I mean, luckily, he's on some, I think, some high blood pressure medicine. But he has eaten oatmeal every day. For I don't even know how long, and I'm just like, man, how are you not on diabetes medicine considering our family history? But you know, knock on wood, it it hasn't hit him yet. But 
Well, I'm going to ask you a few more questions before I let you slide, bro. And again, you know, the health hero show. I mean, this is just scratching the surface of all the stuff Tim gets into because he is quite the oracle, if you will, of, you know, he's still learning, but I mean, he's, he's a wealth of knowledge. Something we've learned about over um, the last couple of years um, and give me your thoughts on, you know, this, the role of vitamin D in overall health. And I would hear about, you know, when people with COVID, like make sure your vitamin D is up just generally in overall health and maybe as it related to COVID, what's the role and the importance of vitamin D in your daily supplemental intake? If not, if you're not being able to get in the sun, et cetera, et cetera, the role. Yeah, of well, it's a, it's a very important topic and you know, there's thousands and thousands and thousands of clinical research showing that vitamin D is a powerhouse. And so for me, this is that whole thing with the whole, you know, the whole COVID lockdown shutdown deal where I was just so upset about this because they're telling you to not go outside. Don't look at the sun, quarantine, stay away from everybody. When you look and like if, you know, vitamin, like the sun is a disinfectant. It's like, it, it's an, it's, it's an antiseptic. Like, you go outside, and if an animal, you know, poops on the ground, the sun's hitting it, bugs come in, and it just it recycles itself. But when you have animals caged up, or in in a barn or something, and they're poop 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 poop, it starts breeding E. coli and Salmonella. Mm. There's no sunshine to disinfect it. See what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's a very important. And but vitamin D3 is not actually a vitamin. It's actually a, a, a freaking very powerful hormone that regulates about 5% of all your processes in your body. So it's pretty important. And if you're looking at viruses as an example, um, it actually is like a, I don't know, a marine sniper. It, it like shoots holes in the virus wall, like literally. It's just like kills it. So if you have dark colored skin and you're listening to this podcast, you need about 5 to 7 and maybe even 15 times more uh, sunshine and vitamin D than somebody light colored skin. So, if you have are from African descent, right, or somewhere in South America, and you live in freaking Chicago, and you know, three quarters of the year it's cloudy and rainy and yeah. snowy, like you're going to be having breakdowns. You're going to have more depression. Your immune system is going to be weaker. You're going to get sicker. People that have dark colored skin need to have a lot more vitamin D. In fact, our Green 85 formula is so perfect, it's it, it's it's based in system science. Arab, Ayur, Ayurvedic uh, doctor, Dr. Scott Treadway, our master formulator, um, he, um, I mean, the, the formula is awesome. You've had it, right? Oh, yeah. So we added vitamin, I put vitamin D3 in it a couple years ago. I just put some in because I knew people needed it. I didn't raise the price or nothing. I just wanted to be make sure people, so we, you get 1,000 international units per scoop. Now, People in the know are taking like, you know, four or five thousand. That's what most you'll hear most of the sages, gurus, or yeah. these experts, so-called experts, on saying four to five thousand, right, a day is what you want to take. Well, that's great, um, and I I totally recommend that people do that. But if they because if they don't do it, you know, you're gonna you're 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 just missing out on something that's so simple and so profound that that can boost your immune system. And handle it's very like I said it's antimicrobial and well stuff it's one like of those that. things where it's and you're familiar with the term the polymorphisms like if you and I took both five thousand IU's I'm going to absorb it differently if I'm more deficient in vitamin D than you would so it's like everybody's I mean yeah granted you could take as much as I think you the recommended daily allowance but 
everybody is is deprived or deficient in vitamin D differently, so your body's going to absorb it differently. But again, it's still a powerhouse, like you said. I'm not saying don't take it, but we're we're, we're deficient in different levels of of all kinds of yeah, stuff, absolutely. not only just vitamin D. What, and we we actually um actually as of about three days ago, we have the solution for that. So I was showing you this earlier because. This whole COVID thing, I thought it was going to blow over quicker, and it did, and it just kept going on and on and on. But what was what was the, you know, anytime I look at something, Jeffrey, I'm like, where's the benefit for me? Even if something, AKA or so-called bad in my life happens, I just had a guy today. He was like, I oh, mean, I raised my kids all wrong, I spoiled them, and now like his daughter was, he said, behaving like, you know, somebody else in his life, and it's just he's miserable, right? And I was just like. You know, dude, you got to stay in the, uh, you got to be in the eye of the storm, man. And I said, you can't change anybody else, but only thing you can change is how you respond to those situations. Yeah. And when those situations come up again, that's the universe basically giving you one more opportunity <laughs> to show you um, what's happening and give you the ability to respond differently. Because if you respond the same way that you did a moment ago, then your life hasn't changed and nothing's changed. But if right. you respond differently to the situation, it's changed. It's, it's just heavy. that simple. And then a lot of times when you change how you act and how you respond, the world will start reflecting that. And then people will start responding differently to you. And quite often, very quickly. Now they might not, maybe never, but it doesn't matter because you only take the ben you only get the benefit from it from you. Right? Yeah. So back to this vitamin D thing. So a lot of people have learned that things like vitamin C are good for immunity, right? Vitamin C and 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 uh, you know calcium are two of them, or magnesium are these are some of the most sold supplements on the planet. Unfortunately, people are getting crappy sources, and even if they do get a good source, then you know there's there, there's other ingredients that they put in, like binders, fillers, and flow agents that are toxic. Mm. So um, people also learned about vitamin D3. And then people learned about zinc as well, didn't they? Yeah, without a doubt. The ability to get zinc. And they all they also learned about quercetin. And quercetin's ability to, you know, transport that zinc into the cell and then the virus gets into the cell and then the zinc stops the virus from being able to replicate and uncoil. So there's all these things, right? So what we did was we took vitamin A, which is a powerhouse, and people can go look this up. Four hundred thousand international units of vitamin A pulmonate um taken just for a few days it's it's wiped out measles i mean it just knocks it out um and so would vitamin c vitamin d3 and zinc but there's papers on it man high dose vitamin a just knocks it out and if you go back in history and look at the measles at the year 1900 14 out of 100,000 people were dying of the measles it's a lot that is okay a lot. people were getting sick by mid 40s 98% of all measles was gone. 98% was gone by mid-40s. The measles vaccine hit the scene in 1963. So was it Big Pharma that saved us from the measles? No. <laughs> no. It was the working-class women's movement that said enough to slave wages. They said enough to child labor in these factories. And they got tired of seeing urine and feces and walking around in the crap in the streets. And there was dead horses and cows in the water supply. Those women got the plumber and the sanitation worker, and they fought for better wages. And they got the children out of the workforce. They got the eight-hour workday. They got better pay.
They got safer working conditions because people used to get hurt and die at, in these factories. For sure. They got safer working conditions, and they cleaned up the urine and the feces with the plumber and the sanitation worker, and they got the dead horses and cows out of the water system. What those women did and fought for is they built infrastructure. Hmm. Again, if you're just go, if you go out in the woods and poop, not a big deal, but if they're because it'll recycle itself. But if there's a uh, hundred thousand of you in a concentrated area on concrete yeah. and asphalt, and you're all pooping, that's going to be a problem. A little different, yeah. So you need infrastructure to clean up that mess and deal with it, to transport it out. Get it. You see what I'm saying? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So infrastructure is the most important thing for for public health, period, right? And part of that was vitamin A, right? Vitamin A. So what we finally did was, man, because I've been, I, I was getting blasted. Like it was actually taking up a lot of my time. Clients would call, and I'm very gracious with my time, and I would talk to people, and they're like, Tim, where do I get the best vitamin C? Where do I get the best vitamin D3? Where do I get zinc? And I was sending people all over the place to different places because I do all this research as a coach. And we, you know, I say we have a little bit of vitamin D in the green 85, um, tons of vitamin A in green 85 because green 80, uh, vitamin A actually comes from green leafy vegetables. There was zinc. There's zinc in here too. Um, but, um, you know, wasn't exactly the amounts that people were looking for, right? Except for maybe the vitamin A. And D was close. So we finally built a product called V-Stack. It's called the Daily V-Stack. And what I did was is we put the um, uh, vitamin A in there, vitamin C from Camu Camu Berry, um, vitamin D3 from lichen, actually, which is the most powerful source, zinc, and we chelated those with, uh, it's called Krebs zinc, so we chelated them with plant aminos so they're more absorbable to a carbon-based body like ours. Quercetin's in there, and we did a whole fulvic humic acid uh, profile. So it's all the multi, every mineral in the elemental chart. So it's like basically mm -hmm. a mineral formula. So what we did was is we have six formulas in one, and how we were able to do it and get it all in a two-ounce bottle was we used that same proprietary absorption system that we did with the turmeric product that made our turmeric product like, you know, beyond all anti-inflammatories. So that product is now available, and that people are getting, you know, the equivalent of, you know, uh, 10,000 IUs of vitamin A, uh, 5,000 IUs of vitamin D, 1,000 milligrams of zinc, it's, or not zinc, but the vitamin C. It's the equivalent because this process, you, we were talking about this earlier. You were saying what's the big problem that everybody has? People have digestion and absorption issues. Their digestive tract is gummed up. It's not working properly. It needs cleaned up. It needs recolonized with bacteria, and then that's going to help start getting more nutrients into the bloodstream. But the big problem is that on the cellular level, people are dehydrated, they, so the cell's dehydrated, doesn't accept nutrients as well when the cell's dehydrated. This, they have a poor fat membrane around, or it's called a lipid membrane around the cell, so they can't take nutrients in, and they have cellular inflammation. There's literally inflammation on everybody's cells. So if you have arthritis and back aches and you're tired and stuff, your cells are inflamed. Period. Well, that's, that's leading me into one of my last questions, and you just brought up turmeric, which I take all the time, and it's a huge anti-inflammatory. But if you can't address, address how inflammation obviously develops in everybody's body differently and, and how it manifests differently. You know, for you, my inflammation might manifest to X, Y, Z. Yours might be different just because obviously we're just different body types and different physiology and biology. But inflammation, man, that's a huge deal. Yeah, it could show itself different people in different ways. But the bottom line is, Jeffrey, is everybody has inflammation on a cellular level. As soon as your bare feet break contact with Mother Earth, 
inflammation begins because you're unplugging from your one of your natural uh, power sources, like literally. It's called grounding or earthing. Yeah. People can look into that. But um, anyway, the whole point was is that we that 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 formula, that VStack formula, is it's literally six products in one, and I built it for myself because I want to boost my immune system. But um, um, yeah, we just came out with it, and it's just it simplifies everything because people are spending, like I said, 120 to 400 bucks a month, and now they can get everything way better and get it into the cell way better, um, you know, for like under 80 bucks. Wow. So I think it's a public a public service. Our clients are loving it already. We just launched it. Um, it's awesome. I've been taking it in our mushroom product, and I can honestly say it's bumped up my health a few levels, which is hard to do nowadays because yeah. I've been working on it for so long. Firing on so many cylinders. Well, brother, I'm so thankful for your time. And I have to just ask you about this, and we've talked about this before. You know, you had mentioned, in, even in this interview, you know, you have to reset how you think, your habits. And I think we always talk about mind, mind, body, spirit. I think it begins, and you could change the order if you want to, spirit, mind, mind, spirit. <clears throat> and a part of your reset, if you will, because I think you, we've talked about it and you kind of went through it. And this isn't a part of Tim's therapy or whatever. This is something he chose to do to whatever it was, whatever you were trying to address. You did an ayahuasca ceremony. And your story behind that, I mean, I, you didn't see me, but it had it had your boy choked up here because it was heavy because it really begins to remove a lot of things that you were talking about just passed up. It's not necessarily you have you don't have to be necessarily molested or coming from abuse, et cetera. We all have kind of spiritual voids in our life from our upbringing. And if you don't mind getting into why you did that and what it did for you as far as your mental and spiritual reset. Yeah, well, first off, um, anything that you can accomplish through ayahuasca or mushrooms can be accomplished through meditation. You don't need ayahuasca. You don't need to do mushrooms to do this. And there's lots of people doing these things. Right. Um, I didn't really know that at the time. Um, my formulator did, Dr. Treadway. He meditates an hour, two hours a day every day. He's yoga every day. I mean, he's he's in his 70s. He looks like he's 35. Okay, he's a good example. <laughs> but he, what he said was, he said, ayahuasca and mushrooms are kind of like taking crowbars to the pineal gland. It just kind of cracks you open and mm. opens up that gateway to your higher mind. That's what it is. But he said it's a little rough on the body. And uh, you know, somebody else that I follow said that it can be good if it's not abused. Right. Oh, for sure. Because, because of what Dr. Treadway was saying, it's like a crowbar, right? And if you do it, like what I did where you do ayahuasca, and you open up that portal, you now get to experience the vibrational frequency of that feeling. Now that you have the, the feeling of it, you can actually tap back into it without it mm. if you work on it hard enough or allow it to happen. Yeah, yeah. Right? So you, you get to experience that f frequency, what it feels like. It's just like hearing a song. Interesting. You, hear, you don't know what it's like till you hear it, then you hear it like, oh, now I can kind of sing along, right? So... My experience for me was like I, I was adopted at birth. I was giving up. I, I, I was born and out the door I went. I never laid on my mom's chest. I never breastfed. I never got those necessary antibodies and all that stuff that you get from the mother's breast milk. So um, what I wanted to do was, uh, you know, reconnect um, with my mom and that experience. That was actually one of my major focal points. And, and during that process, that happened. I was in fetal position lying there. I was a fetus again. I was in the womb, 
And then later on in that practice, one of the shamans came over and she was blowing this mapacho stuff over my shoulders and stuff. And for some reason, I just, she was like a, you know, kind of a heavier woman. She had large breasts and I just kind of just laid my head on her breast. And then she just like caressed my head and was just talking to me. And I actually, I mean, dude, like I can't even explain like how much tears of joy I had and how blissed out I was. Hmm. It was like one of the most happiest times literally in my life when, when that happened. So I got to actually, by going through that ayahuasca experience and the people there and the shamans there and the, and the, the container that was created for me, I was actually able to recreate that experience with my mom, um, giving up at childbirth and, and, and just be grateful for, you know, I have a great relationship with my mom. I was just down there for, for Easter and uh, my biological mom, even though I was adopted and I, I have my, my parents that raised me, I have a good relationship now. I met her when I was 21. We have a good relationship. So, um, so do you, do you feel that that, I mean, I, was there a void that you felt? I mean, I don't know if, did you go in there trying to fill that void or did that just manifest through the experience? I don't know if it was more of a void. Maybe that might be a good term for it, but it was just like, it was just, I didn't remember it. And yeah. I just knew that I needed to, I, I, I felt like it logically when a baby is ripped away from its mother, just like those baby cows are for the yeah. dairy industry, there's tremendous trauma there. Mm. And I wanted to go back to that and heal that trauma. I knew it was there and that's exactly what I did. And I got so many other benefits from it. I that's rekindled cool, my, cause I, you know, for, you know, for whatever, five and a half years, I worked my tail off with this company and I was barely hanging on, you know, cause I didn't know about marketing. I wasn't an online guy. And, um, it kind of reinvigorated me that tell people that, you know, water is sacred and plants heal. And, you know, and I got a, you know, and I saw this golden orb in this white, huge building that was like a huge marble building. It was white with these columns that were going up and there was this golden orb in the middle of it. And I, for some reason, identified that as my power. And I came out of that ayahuasca experience completely reinvigorated, excited about life. I knew it was very clear. And my business from that point, boosh, wow, absolutely blasted off. And I've been working on my spiritual practice a lot since then too. And it's it's, it's it was a great experience. And I might do ayahuasca again, but I might do it like one more time. Yeah. Uh, but again, for me, I'm really focusing on. Um, and actually, I have some medicinal mushrooms that somebody made me that hey are now. for me, like vegan chocolate type stuff. And I'm probably going to try that at least once. Well, again, uh -huh. like you said, and, and that's, I think that's very powerful because. You know, like you said, you don't want to abuse these kind of, in my opinion, therapeutics. They're sufficient, but not necessary for these kind of spiritual resets. And I'm, I'm sure you're familiar with Ram Dass. Uh, I forget what documentary oh, yeah. it was. Fierce Grace, I think it was, where he was talking about his guru. And he's like, what's this? His guru was basically, like, what's this acid you keep talking about? And he basically ate a shit ton. And he's like, he didn't change at all because he just stayed through, like you said, meditation and spiritual practices. He stays in that world, if you have wherever, whatever that world is. So again, ladies and gentlemen, you don't necessarily have to go for these external uh, means to, to receive that kind of gift of like spiritual reset, but it, it seems to be helping. And I'm noticing it's being used more and more with therapy. Psilocybin is being used sure, for therapy, absolutely. PTSD, addiction, etc. So I just wanted and to micro dosing can be a very powerful thing, but doing the heavy loads and stuff like that, again, just, be gentle on yourself. This isn't like, you know, hey, let's go have some fun, take some shrooms and get no. wasted. 
No, that's I, not what it should be used for. It's like, oh, I'm 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 very mindful. This is what I want to accomplish. I'm working on my spiritual practice. I want to feel that vibrational frequency, and that's it. So yeah, that's really cool, man. I I just wanted to have you touch on that because I thought it was really powerful when you said it. And I think a lot of the root of your overall health starts with I think mental and spiritual health, and everything kind of trickles down from there. So brother. I am so thankful to catch up with you, man. You know, Health Hero Show, check it out. It's on YouTube, anywhere you can find podcasts, chemicalfreebody.com. It's me, promo code, it's me for any discounts. I mean, there's so much more stuff there than what we talked about. Like Tim said, he's introduced some new products. Go over there and check it out, man. And seriously, sit under this learning tree or at the Health Hero Show because this is just scratching the surface. And again, health is wealth, man. I mean, we only got one time around here, and it's like you, you want you can't be putting freaking sugar water in the Formula One car and expect it to, to perform well. So treat yourself well. You deserve it. You're worth it. And, uh, Tim, any other shout-outs, any other social networking, anything you want to throw out there before I let you go, brother? No, I mean, I it's about it. If people want to find us, just you know, go to the website at chemicalfreebody.com. And uh, like you said, there's a lot of free information on the show. We've got over 100 episodes in the show. That's cool. Um, and if they want products, I always tell people go to the products tab, go to savings bundles and start with the bundle. That way you can save some money and then put that, you know, uh, your code in. It's me. Uh, no, no apostrophe. It's, it's me. Yeah, it's me at checkout and get an additional 5% off. That way they can get a double discount and, and do look for our new products. We have the, the V stack product is out. Um, we also have, uh, air purifiers and, and saunas now on under the all products tab. So really? eventually it's going to be a place my goal is that chemical free body is a place where people can come and have a chemical free life where nice. we give them the in- instructions and, and, and the tools they can go clean up their body on a cellular level, clean up their gut, clean up their air in their home, sauna, clean up their water. You know, we want to have all the good products that I've personally vetted like my bed, dude, the bed's not up there, but we'll have it up there soon. I did over a year's worth of research on beds. I was about ready to pull the trigger and then I found one more. And I was very glad I did because I think I have the best bed in the world. And it was $8,000 less less money, too. So <laughs> wow, yes. I mean, the bed I was going to drop on, dude, was 13800 Whoa. And I got this one for like 5500 So I was very happy about that. And I think I have a much – I know I have a much better quality mattress. And there's some tech in this mattress that the other ones don't even – they can't even sniff, so I'm very excited. Well, again, the mattress obviously helps facilitate better sleep, and as sleep, you mentioned dude, before, sleep is hugely, hugely important. Number three on the list over here, man. Brother Tim James, man, he is a health and wellness alchemist, dude. When I say that, that means he's transforming people's lives, dude, and that, not a lot of people can say that, brother. You are you are definitely doing. Uh, well, we we don't actually do that. We help people transform their own lives. Well, I'm sorry. Yes, yeah, that is true. That is so true. You you point them in the right direction. I can't heal nobody. We can't. You have to do the work. That's true. And I'm just doing the work on myself. And then I geek out and share what worked for me. And it could possibly work for you because everybody's different. But up the middle, most of the stuff I do, over 95% of it works really well for folks. Well, it is the Health Hero Podcast. Each one, teach one is something that he has been doing and, you know, helping people, pointing them in the right direction to transform their lives. Like you said, you got to do the work. But health is wealth, ladies and gentlemen. Let food be thy medicine and medicine be thy food. Chemicalfreebody.com. Promo code, it's me for discounts. Peace and so much love, Tim. It's good to catch up with you, brother. Thank you. Absolutely. Till next time, ladies and gentlemen, respect.